Hey guys, this is Liz Candace. This is Nikki Collins. What up, guys? This is Esther Hey, this is Imani Media Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Dude, I am amped right now for this. I am so stoked for some more WNBA content, dude. I am, I'm ready to go, man. How about you? I, you know what? Like I had to take a lot of the season off to focus on school. So anything WNBA is exciting to me. Um, and we're oh, trying sure. new things with the show. Like we're, we're, we're on a new platform for those of you who are joining us. Uh, looks like we've got a couple of you joining on now. We've got two people watching the stream. Um, oh yeah. So obviously as people see our tweet, hopefully we'll get a few more, but, uh, new platform, Twitch. Um, Kyle, what are your thoughts about, uh, going back on video? We haven't done this in a while. It's, it's been a minute since we've done some video. We did a little bit of, uh, YouTube. Um, we've done a few of that. If you guys haven't checked out, we've got some YouTube reactions to the last couple, uh, drafts on there. Uh, we've got a couple of live reaction shows and, and whatnot as well. But I think Twitch provides kind of a unique platform because now with NBA 2K be, being a little bit more of a, uh, WNBA friendly gaming franchise, you know, inserting mm-hmm. a lot of game modes for WNBA, uh, content. I'm really excited about that. And so, um, I think that we'll probably use this platform for, especially during the off season, uh, we'll be able to throw up some games and who knows, maybe during the season where NBA 2K now has the ability to have like those live, um, like live roster updates. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can yeah. do like that simu- do a simulation, you know, beforehand on, on the, uh, you know, on a big game coming up. So I'm, I'm excited to see what, what comes out of our Twitch streams here. Yeah, definitely. It'll be fun. Um, there's definitely some conversation about us, you know, getting multiple copies of that game and playing each other on Twitch and stuff. So if that's something you're interested oh, yeah. in, let us know. We'd love to, to give you that content. And, uh, you know, it's more women's basketball stuff. I know it's us gaming, which is kind of different than what we normally do, but what the heck? If you guys like it, uh, we, we want to, you know, do, do whatever makes you guys happy and gives you basketball content. Um, just so everyone's updated, uh, the, uh, the lottery selections are going to happen during halftime of the Louisville DePaul game. Uh, that game currently has two and a half or two minutes and 14 seconds left in the second quarter. Uh, so we're just a few minutes out from that. So we'll keep you guys updated as we get closer to that. Uh, but for those of you joining and don't know, really know how the, the lottery works, Kyle, do you, do you feel comfortable? You're good to do a rundown on how the, the lottery works. Yeah, absolutely. So each team is going to be given a certain percentage or a certain amount of picks out of a thousand. Um, like for example, the Liberty who have the best odds are going to get 442 of those thousand, um, of those thousand chances. So they have a 44.2% chance. Uh, if you look Atlanta dream, Dallas wings and Indiana fever also in the draft lottery, uh, with, uh, decreasing percentages on each of those, um, in for each of those teams respectively. But, uh, essentially what's going to happen is they're going to pull out, um, uh, uh, you know, a, a series of balls out of a, um, out of a, a mixing machine, I guess you could say. And then whichever team is assigned to that four ball combination is going to receive the number one pick. So the, there's going to be 14 balls. Numbers one through 14. And then each team is given a combination of, uh, 
a given a, a pile of combinations out of those 14 balls that they will be assigned. And then, so whatever, how, whatever order those balls come out in is going to be what, uh, ends up who, who ends up getting that first overall pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, Jason, any, any additional thoughts as far as the percentages go or how this is going to go, uh, during halftime here? Yeah. Uh, just so, uh, everyone knows if you're not already aware, the way that these percentage chances are made is based off of your record, uh, for the last, it's, it's kind of odd. So the number one and number two will be based off of the selection from the last, uh, or the records from the cumulative last two years. So you take, uh, the 2019 to 2020 season and also the 2018 to 19 season, put those together. Whatever your record was, the worse your record was, the more percentage chance you have to, to get one of those spots. Um, what they do is they do the selection for number one, just like Kyle explained. They do the selection for number two. Three and four are actually determined on 2019 slash 2020 seasons, um, rankings. So yeah, just that one year. Yeah, right. And so that third and fourth spot won't, isn't selected. It's just based off of your record. So because of that, mm-hmm. since New York Liberty have the worst record, they're guaranteed to get at least the three spots. So that's the only other thing I'd add right. in is that they're guaranteed one of the top three. Everyone else has a shot at those top four. Um, obviously the Liberty having the best chance at the number one. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see, I'm going to transition back to our faces. People have been looking at that graphic for too long now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, I think the big elephant in the room is what happens if New York gets that, you know, first round, obviously they got in in the first round last year, getting it again. It's a super rookie team. Kyle, um, it, it's, it's an interesting scenario. What do you think would happen if they get that number one spot? Um, you know, I honestly could see New York with the type of, I, I could see New York maybe potentially using that pick to lock down a trade in the future. Mm-hmm. I think that they've got a pretty solid core, um, a young core built up. They may be looking for a couple vets to come in and shore up their roster, maybe help develop some of that young talent that they've been able to bring in. So that's, that's only because as far as draft, uh, as far as the draft goes, I don't feel like there's a super clear, like, Hey, this is going to be a, a lot like a, a franchise changing type player, unless New York has someone very specifically that they have their eye on that fits their needs. I don't know if this is the draft that I would be like super pumped to get the number one pick as compared to other drafts. Um, you know, you look at UNESCO, UNESCO last year, Asia Wilson in the past, Bree Stewart, Jewel, like, the list goes on and on about like the obvious number one picks, but this year, I don't know if there's a clear cut favorite. And so mm-hmm. I could see if New York's got that number one pick being able to drop it and, and maybe trade it for uh, somebody else already in the league, a more proven, uh, a more proven piece so help somebody try and clear up some cap space or something like that. Um we're just getting to the end of the second quarter here. We're just heading into halftime with Louisville and DePaul. Um, I was excited about this game, Jason. Uh, I thought that this was going to be a little bit closer, to be honest. Um, Louisville's looking wicked good right now. Yeah. Uh, up 61-35 with five seconds left in the game. So um, I think it was awesome that they were able to use the draft lottery to boost this game mm-hmm. and use this game to boost up the draft lottery views um, as well. So yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I think that given the situation we're in with women's basketball and, and the viewership of it right now, this is probably a really good move to, cause you've got two really great teams playing each other. 
So, you know, like you said, one boosts the other and the other boosts it back. Um, I'd love to see when we get to the point where women's sports gets the same coverage. Obviously, I think we're all in that boat, people who are fans of the league, um, as far as like having an entire special devoted to this type of stuff like the NBA would get or the NFL would get. But um, yeah, I mean, it, I'm excited about it. Um, we'll see. We've been burnt by ESPN in the past. Uh, a couple years ago, I believe it was three years ago, yeah. they, they like pushed it to ESPN2 and then to like ESPN News. And then they were just like, oh, yeah, this happened. And they didn't show it to us. So uh, crossing our fingers, we don't get burnt again. Um, but I, I, I don't think we will. I think uh, hopefully they're taking it more seriously now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I hope that it's a little bit better coverage than, yeah, what was it, like a, a finger drum roll that we got last time and then a cut to Bill Lambier. That was a little oh, awkward. Yeah. But <laughs> it looks like we're heading to a, a quick commercial. But, Jason, yeah. I just have to say it's a little cool that here we are having a a stream on Twitch where we um, – hang on, I'm just sending out one last tweet here. about the, <laughs> the Hashtag WNBA – Draft lottery. There we go. Yeah, I'm watching the balls bounce in the uh, the go to commercial thing. So we're we're getting close. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm excited and I'm I'm curious to see what this uh this next season brings. Um, obviously there's talk of vaccine in the news and all sorts of fun stuff like that, and the chance of us getting a real 2021 season seems more and more real as as we're getting more closer likely, to it. More likely, yeah. We'll so, see. We'll yeah. see. But yeah, more, a little more likely than it was in the past. So maybe I'm, with limited fans, but yeah. 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 But I mean, if I, if I got a full season, I don't really care who's in the stands. I mean, I, I want to be in the stands, but I'd rather have a full season than nothing. Uh, yeah, that'd, absolutely. That'd be great. So, um, a few I agree. More of you hopefully a little us. more. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. A few more of you have joined us. So, uh, we, uh, we we're excited to have you guys on, uh, just to catch everyone up. If you just joined the stream, uh, we're just probably a minute or two away from, uh, from getting the uh, lottery selections, we'll know what the draft order is going to be uh, come next spring when the draft is. Um, and uh, we're excited for that. So, sorry, I'm kind of keeping my eye. If it looks like I'm looking this way, it's because I am. I've got my second monitor. With I know the, we're also the looking at the uh, at the TV, yeah, <laughs> trying to make sure that we've got our reaction ready yeah. for when they when it pops up. I think it's cool that things have come kind of full circle right now. You know, here we are on, on Twitch with an opportunity to maybe start doing some streaming of NBA 2K, WNBA content. Um, and this is kind of our kickoff onto this platform where what just a few years ago, it was tweets about the, uh, NBA live putting the WNBA into the game that actually caused us to get into this whole wild ride of covering the WNBA. And I'm so grateful for that. I mean, how cool is it that we were able to have a um, a video game kind of be our intro into the mm -hmm. league? And here we are on on Twitch using this for live reactions to like the draft, draft lottery, etc. But also a chance to um, a chance to maybe stream some WMA content on here. So this should be yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely excited about it. Uh, looks like I'm seeing a, a halftime report. Of course, they're going to make us sit on this, aren't they? All right. Well, yeah, let's, they're gonna let's they're keep gonna tease us a little oh, bit. Yep. I'm getting a. Let's see. I just saw Diana Taurasi. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna cut in some audio here. Yeah, I like it. But you can't have this. <laughs> All right. So With I don't know, Kyle, if you can hear that, but our this. listeners can With hear kind of the, in the ESPN draft, little montage intro Stewart, thing that they're seeing. Asia so Wilson. we'll oh, be able to react to this live. UNESCO. We know how the top picks but of yesterday have flourished. I guess I'll be quiet but for a moment. Are the top picks of tomorrow? <laughs> I might be slightly ahead of you on my on on my thing. Kobe just popped up on the screen. 
as a kid to play uh, basketball. Yeah, you're you're definitely ahead of me by a minute. Up, play basketball. Like my goal, my <laughs> okay, so you're you're probably about like eight seconds ahead of us. So, all right, I'll tell you what. I'll hold That's off really on my reactions. Maybe it'll come across on screen. But I'll let you announce them. Since yeah. that's what we're my <laughs> all right, so I'll let you take the lead here, and I'll just react. Like all right, sounds good. Lead to that. Oh. We just saw Louisville's Dana Evans in that clip, and we are all watching right. her dazzle us on the court tonight. The China Robinson giving us the intro Next here for Dana Shelby? and many other Shelby? WNBA draft prospects. Yeah, my name is Joey. Uh, let's go Wings. Of hearing their name uh, called nice. in April's draft tonight. We find out which WNBA franchise will add a number right. one overall pick to their Who's roster. Who's going to have the number one? We What's up, LaChina Robinson? We love LaChina. During our WNBA <laughs> draft lottery hosted right here <laughs> at ESPN oh. for the ninth straight year. Now, the four teams who did right, not they're going over the rules. for the playoffs uh, make up Kyle, the draft lottery. Uh, I want to get you on record. We've got the New York Liberty, Atlanta Dream, Dallas Wings, and Indiana Fever. Who is getting the number one spot? What's your guess? You know, I think that New York, not just because they almost have a full half half percentage chance, I just think that the league's going to be better. That, like, conspiracy theorist in me, New York being a better team is going to be good for the league. And I just have a hard time seeing them not pull that out. I mean, we saw what happened with Las Vegas and San Antonio, um, you know, basically getting three straight number one picks. And uh, I... I Las Vegas is now established, you know, looking like a real solid powerhouse in the league. Why not keep that going with New York and boost them up a little bit, you know? Yeah. That's my thoughts. How about you? Um, just for just for the sake of just for the sake of uh, being controversial, I'm going to go with the Indiana Fever because they need it. Love the Fever. Love the Fever. They've been in this draft for several years in a row now and have not gotten a pick or a number one pick. So it's one yeah, out of ten. Been, they've been the number one team. One out of ten happens and not had a chance. Yeah, yeah. not had a chance. Yeah, that's a. We, we can get into uh some conspiracy so theories later if that's what we want to do. But uh, <laughs> I, I know all of our hosts have their own opinions about that. Okay, they're showing uh, coaches. Uh, we got Nikki Collin up there. Looks like we've got Tamichka Catchings from the Fever. Uh, and my eyes are bad and I can't read. So I can't see quite who the people on the bottom are. Jonathan Kolb and Greg right. Bibb. They cut to Nikki Collin. She clearly doesn't know that she's been cut to. So <laughs> blank face. Uh, yeah, that's welcome to this world of Zoom. Uh, it's for those of you who have worked and studied via Zoom. You you know exactly we'll that feeling that Nikki Collin just had. So again, just a quick rundown, guys. New York with a 44.2% chance. Atlanta with a 27.6% chance. Dallas at 17.8 and Indiana at 10.4. I would kind of love to see Dallas get a, a solid uh, selection here. I wouldn't mind seeing them bump up to one or two. Um, I think that would be really solid for them. Um, I think that Dallas has a lot of potential. But again, Atlanta as well. I mean, look at Kennedy Carter. Uh, what she's been doing in Atlanta, yeah, it's been really solid. Yeah. I, uh, my name is Shelby in the chat talking about how the, the wings need to dominate 2021. Uh, they definitely have had more talent than their record shows. So I agree with you there. Um, and purely as a homer, being the fact that I'm currently living in Dallas, Texas, and those are the games that I'll be going to this next year, if that is a thing, um, I, I agree with you. I, I wouldn't mind seeing them get the number one pick. Um, not, my, not my prediction, but who knows? I, I just don't see it 
if the league is going to cheat and have one of the low probability people get it, I don't know that it's going to Dallas. So uh, we'll see. It makes you a better team. It makes makes, makes me a little bit suspicious too. They uh, they were going through the prep at, stuff. They uh, pick they were saying that the balls were selected earlier, so we don't actually get to watch mm. them be picked. So you don't get to watch it live. Yeah, I wish they could do it live. Conspiracy theory stuff. Let's uh, let's put on our tinfoil hats. President of basketball operations is with us, Tamika Catching. Tamika, your young team made a lot of games last summer under oh, first-year head coach Marianne okay. Stanley. If let's you see. were to get the number one overall pick, uh, sounds like we wanted to catch. I want to hear what she has to say. Yeah. yeah thanks, Latina, for the, the question. And I would have to agree with what Nikki just said about her team. I think anytime you can add a premier player and you look at the, the players that we're watching tonight and a lot of them that are playing right now in the, in the collegiate game, anybody that you can add to our roster. And, and we have a, a really good young core. So I think being able to build and, you know, somebody to be able to. I'm just a little upset that I wasn't as into the league when Tamika Catchings was in her prime. Yeah. Have you ever gone back and just watched stuff on YouTube, though? Yeah. She's incredible. Oh, yeah. And I mean, she's still an athlete. Did you see her? She did American Ninja Warrior last year. I don't know if you caught that or not. Yeah, that was fun to watch. Fun fact, two of these four individuals have been on our podcast being interviewed by us. That is true. Uh, so we've both, we've had Nikki Collin and Greg Bibb on, um, and then out of we haven't had anybody out of Indiana yet, but we have had. Um, oh, I think I think uh, the head coach of the Liberty, Walt Hopkins, was on with us. Uh, what two seasons ago or last season? Yeah, Walt Hopkins, I think, was last season. I would only add to what we're and that was a really good interview. Nikki Collin, a great interview. She was one of our first interviews we did as a show. We've reached out to the FIFA organization many times, but not heard anything back. So, Tamika, come on the show. We'd we'd be happy to have you. We'd be stoked to have Tamika catching. Uh, Greg Bibb did a phenomenal uh, breakdown as well, and just he just laid it out exactly how it was as well. Yeah, yeah, he was very straightforward in his interview. He's like, "Look, we weren't a good basketball team last year." Yeah, a lot of a lot of managers and stuff will give you all the fluff. The you know we're building, and this is an exciting future. And but he, he, you know, this is where we're at, and this is what we're trying to do. Uh, very, very fun to to listen to him. Are they kicking it to the picks? Looks like we're going to start getting into the picks here. To announce the order of the top picks, Bethany. Thank you, Latrina. All right, Bethany, let's have it. To all four teams. The fourth pick in the 2021 WNBA draft, presented by State Farm, goes to numero four is the Indiana. Oh, the Fever. The Fever. No love for the Fever. That's harsh. Picking third will be. All right, third pick is. Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta getting the third. Oh, the and so it's down to Dallas, New York. All right, Dallas, New York. Oh, Dallas, Dallas with number two, and New York. See, I'm telling you, New York. WNBA draft presented. Lobo had a lot of chances, and they've had what three or four trips to the <laughs> WNBA finals and never been able to come away with a with a championship. So there you have it, folks. This the could be the start of something pretty huge in uh, in New York. They've got a jersey rebrand. The they've got a new head coach. They've got a phenomenal rookie sensation in Sabrina Ionescu coming back. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I need to get more New York gear because I have a feeling <laughs> that they're prime for a serious takeoff. Yeah, no, that that'll be a. Uh, I, I I think that you've got it. If if you don't know what Kyle's talking about with the the New York Liberty and getting close to the championship, go back and listen to our W History, the first installment of W History that came out a few months ago uh, about the 
Um, um, oh man, why am I blanking on the team? Kyle, save me. <laughs> oh, with uh, the Houston Comets. Houston we Comets, had a W yeah. history on the Houston. Yeah, Comets, the W yeah. history on the Houston Comets and and their uh, interactions. But I've got up the 2021 draft order as it currently stands. Um, a lot of these are the results of trades, things like that. Um, and all of this is subject to change, as you know. We as we go through this off season, we're going to see a lot of this change. But as it currently stands, uh, number one selection: New York Liberty. Number two: Dallas the Wings. Three: Atlanta Dream. Four: Indiana Fever. Uh, five again with Dallas, uh, and then I'm just going to start speeding through here so it doesn't take forever. Uh, Phoenix, Dallas, Chicago, Minnesota, Los Angeles, Seattle, Las Vegas, and then you go on to the second round. You've got Dallas, Indiana, Atlanta, Dallas, New York, Seattle, Indiana, Connecticut, Connecticut, Los Angeles, Seattle, and Las Vegas. Uh, hopefully I got all those in the right order. Kyle, uh, thoughts. What, what do you think when you look at that, that draft board, uh, as far as who's where and, and what teams are going to try to do with it? I think, uh, I think Dallas is prime to maybe get a couple steals out of this draft. Again, at this point in time, especially with COVID being the way it is and players not going to be able to be featured as much as they possibly, as they might have in the, in the past. I think that there's going to be some maybe slightly under the radar or maybe, you know, players that you could pick up at like a five or seven spot that Dallas is in that, you know, down the road might end up being your rookie of the year. And so I, I really do like what I see from Dallas. I think the amount of draft picks that they've had last year and this coming year uh, bodes well for that organization. Um, but uh you know, it's interesting to see some of the other teams in in play. And I, I think that, you know, top to bottom, um, maybe that first eight or so picks in the first round are going to be kind of anybody's guess. And it might be more of, full, you know, finding your needs rather than finding like a dynamic franchise changing player, mm-hmm. at least at first glance. Um, we'll see how the rest of the college season plays out. Obviously, we've got some big names still coming out of the of the college game this year. But uh, overall, I don't have off the top of my head, someone who uh, is the clear cut favorite for New York to take um, as the number one overall pick. So I think that the amount of scouting that everybody's going to need to do is going to be, is going to be a little bit more important this season Mm -hmm. than maybe in seasons past. Yeah. um, I'm going to throw that order back up there. I think one thing that I find interesting is I feel like, we talked about this a little bit leading into it. Uh, New York, uh, I think that because they have such a young team and they have so much young talent, um, they've got some really great coming stars. Um, I, I kind of agree with you. I, I think um, New York is likely to to trade that away in terms of get in, in a chance to get some experience, um, to get someone in there to kind of to lead that team as they they develop and hopefully pull them in uh, to a you know a championship contending team in the next couple of years. The other one I think is interesting is Dallas. Dallas has had a, a rough couple years of it, and they've got five selections. So either they're going to have a ton of people at camp really fighting for a spot. I know my name is Shelby. You brought that up, um, that they're going to have a pack training camp. Um, or they're going to pull in some big names. I mean, they've got multiple chips there to, to trade with. They could bring in you know one or even two big names into the Dallas organization, and that that'd be a game changer for Dallas. Um Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Uh, my my last real thought that I have on this order is uh, poor Indiana. <laughs> That's- oh, I know. Again, <laughs> Indiana's just gotten just, just bad luck after bad luck, and we love we love uh, Indiana. I know you and I've got some uh, personal connections yeah. to that state, and so we, we used to we, live there. 
Yeah, I mean, we we pull hard for Indiana, and I think that anytime the Indiana basketball is good, I think that it's just it's kind of like the mecca of basketball, right? It's yeah. just this it's it's this major um it's the it's this major hub of just basketball talent right there uh in Indiana and I think that that uh you know we need to get some maybe uh maybe we need to pray to the Hoosier gods a little bit and get some more love for the Indiana fever. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, our our co-host Steve who's who's watching with us at home. Um he wasn't able to be on the podcast tonight, but he just sent us a message that he swears the front office uh of the WNBA hates the fever. Uh hard, <laughs> hard to argue with I'm that logic. Steve. The front office of the fever might hate the fever too. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's just rough cuz Indiana, if there's a state out there that would really accept, you know, a, a strong, you know, women's basketball team, I think it's Indiana. Like I didn't I think real- Indiana could do, yeah. I don't I didn't realize until I got out there how real the basketball love in that state was. You know, and then I oh, yeah. I, I moved there, I got to know people and I was like, "Holy, like it's kind of like when I moved to Nebraska and I I would meet people and they'd be like, like, oh man, the the Huskers are running that dime defense. I really think they need to switch into a man if they're going to take care of such and such receiver. And I was like, oh, you guys actually know football. That's the same way it is in Indiana with basketball. Like people, yeah. people are up there. They're people like, know they're running that three two. I don't think they need to be running that three two when they're playing a Big Ten team. Like you know, it's like, oh, yeah. like you know basketball. Like it's more than just like you know, I like you know the the Hoosiers or whatever. Like they actually yeah. know their sport. I, I love dunks. You know, I love dunks and three pointers. Like, no, like yeah. it's basketball. Yeah. It's, it's logical breakdown basketball out there. And, and that's exactly what, you know, the, that's what got us into the WNBA is because it's, it's basketball in its purest form. Yeah. Fundamentals um, in, yeah. in our opinion. So, but man, what, uh, what a draft. So again, New York first, Dallas second, Atlanta third and Indiana fourth rounding out those top four picks. In the draft, um, the only thing switching around, it looks like, was uh, was just Atlanta bouncing from two to three and Dallas mm-hmm. coming from three to four, uh, if I'm correct, right? Am I- uh, yeah, two and three swapped. So the, statistically, it should have That's been right. New York, Atlanta, Dallas, Indiana, and just you had that right. two-three switch. Um, Atlanta dropped. But who knows? I mean, Dallas... Moving a bunch of picks, moving a bunch of, of, uh, or a bunch of players, a bunch of free agencies and pulling in a bunch of draft picks for last year's draft and this year's draft. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Dallas might, maybe not this coming season, but maybe three seasons down the road is going to start to be a real serious contender for, uh, for, you know, one of those top seeds in, in the league. I, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Well, Jason, I'm excited. I know, uh, it's been a blast having each of you guys, uh, hop on and, and join us on Twitch. We've had a few comments. Um, we are excited. We're going to put this audio out on our podcast feed. So as you are listening to this now, go ahead and hop over onto Twitch and fo- give us a follow on there. We're going to be doing some, uh, some streaming. We're going to be doing some, WNBA content through, you know, NBA 2K and whatnot. And also this will be a platform that we use for our live reaction, uh, videos and, and as well. So, uh, Jason, thanks for getting the back end of this set up. And, uh, it's, it's been a blast, man. But any last thoughts that you've got before we, we head out for, uh, the rest of the day? No, uh, appreciate the people who jumped on, appreciate the people who commented. Uh, like Kyle said, check the podcast if you want to hear this audio again. Uh, I'm also going to throw it up on YouTube. Um, but yeah, I think, Twitch really has a unique area for streaming um, and, and a unique format for that. And so 
Um, I think as we, we get better and better at doing these live broadcasts, live reactions, and then like you said with the NBA 2K stuff, like as we start doing that, uh, we're hoping this will be a really fun place for people to get together, talk basketball, um, and, and get to know us a little bit better. Obviously when you're doing a live thing, you're, you're a little bit more free form than, uh, perhaps if we've got kind of a show with an agenda and stuff like that. So we appreciate you guys being here. Uh, always we have, uh, merch. You can find the link to that on our Twitter. Um, our Twitter is at WNBA Nation under, or at WNBA Nation pod. No underscore. Sorry. That was an old show. Uh, I just reverted seven years. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, we, we appreciate you guys, uh, you know, doing all that stuff. We've got a Patreon. If you want to see some of the benefits we've got there, uh, we appreciate all of our Patreon subscribers as well. And we try to give them some special perks and longer episodes and whatever we can do to, to help move the game forward. So, uh, we love you guys and, uh, we appreciate you, uh, tuning in. Absolutely. Well, for WNBA Nation, I'm Kyle Haywood. I'm Jason Snow. And we got you next time.